Hello, friends. The PADS Athlete Development Summit podcast series is extraordinarily fortunate to have Aura Health as a sponsor this year. Founded in 2013, Aura Health is the company behind the health tech wearable, the Aura Ring, which provides actionable insights on sleep and its impact on your overall health. It's used by top performers across a variety of industries, including the NBA, the WNBA, NASCAR, UFC, and more. And in fact, I've got one on my finger, which I had before Aura even thought about sponsoring pads. I can tell you one thing for sure. It's definitely helped me align my sleep, which was an absolute car wreck. The Aura Ring delivers personalized readiness and activity and sleep insights automatically to the Aura app, providing wearers with practical steps for long-term improvement. I can attest to that. The Aura Ring is not a medical device and is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, monitor, or prevent medical conditions or illnesses. For more information, I'd urge you to check out AuraRing.com. And on behalf of PADS, we thank you for your sponsorship of the PADS Athlete Development Summit podcast series. Hi, everyone. Duncan Fletcher here, the Executive Director of PADS, and I'm here with uh, two phenomenal colleagues, uh, Dr. Mike Sagas and Dr. Elodie Wendling. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, doing great. Thanks, Duncan, for having us. Yeah, glad you guys could uh, hop on. Um, as you guys know, and as our listeners know, we're in the midst of starting a athlete development podcast series for the Athlete Development Summit. And one of the things that sort of popped out of this uh, conversation has been this idea of really looking at what's going on within the athlete development specialist population as a result of all of the challenges and issues that arose due to COVID. And I think one of the things we're looking at doing is really understanding the impact on our particular population. So before we get into that, what I'd like to do is maybe just have you guys introduce yourselves and then we can kind of jump into why we're talking about doing this study and what it means. So Maybe I'll throw it to you, Elodie, just to talk a little bit about yourself, uh, your background. We'll go from there. Okay, sure. Um, So I'm a researcher here at um, University of Florida for the Laboratory of Athlete Development Research, the latter. Um, I work with uh, Dr. Segas in that uh, laboratory, and uh, we are doing a research project on the quality of work and the quality of life of uh, professionals in the industry, in various industries, but especially uh, uh, in the college sport and uh, athlete and women's um, industry. And uh, we have a project that we're going to launch also uh, on the quality of work and quality of life uh, with um, the sport industry in Saudi Arabia. So um, we are uh, working in this area right now and uh, really interested also in knowing how uh, how COVID-19 has affected um the work of uh, these professionals and the life as well, personal life. So, um, yeah, we're really looking uh, forward to start to starting this research and are excited to get it started. Phenomenal. Appreciate that. Thanks for the, that background. And I'm sure the, uh, the thing that jumps to mind when you're talking about the, the uh, I guess, the challenges of Saudi Arabian sports is it, it's got to be hot would be my first guess. <laughs> But that's, that's, yes. that's, that's probably a conversation for another time. <laughs> Dr. Sagas, let me throw it to you. That's uh, one of the stressors we add there is temperature. I'm about to say temperature <laughs> would have to be on that question. On the top of the list as a stressor. Um, yeah, so Mike Sagas, professor here at the University of Florida, oversee our athlete development uh, program. We have a uh, specialization leads to that the certificate of status from PADS now for many years. And I've uh, been an ADS attendee for many years as well. So... Um, look forward to working with you on this. So interesting how it kind of evolved. I guess we'll talk about that now here. 
Absolutely. Came to be. Well, I think, uh, and it is important to point out that we've had a long, uh, PADS has had a long relationship with the University of Florida, which has, I think, been, been great for both institutions. And I think this is just another step in that direction. So as you talked about, we're, we're looking to kind of get a real handle on, on what the impact of COVID was on the athlete development specialist population and how maybe even industries to a certain extent sort of has come out of it. Um, maybe get you to talk about from your perspective why this was an important study to do. Yeah, from my, my perspective, we were, you know, I was on the, uh, the summit planning committee early on and helping you know, bring that academic as the academic uh, member of that institution and you guys talking through what we want to hear about this year's summit. And obviously there's a lot of, of change and moving parts and, and exciting things happening in our field. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we just went through a really challenging time, maybe the hardest time in the history of our profession as athlete development, because it's a fairly new profession and doing our work, the work you do and your colleagues do and, and the team level, the organ the league level and the private sector, here on campuses and academic services and athletics and college sports was really, really challenging. And as I was listening to you guys socialize this a few times, I realized, uh, you know, this would be an interesting opportunity to collect some insights now, like right when the pandemic is ending, at least here, but do it with a global lens because it's not ending everywhere. You know, I think, you know, we're, we're kind of spoiled there or lucky that, you know, this is, we're finally turning the corner here on, on the U S uh, pandemic and getting back to work, getting back to the offices and getting back to more normal, a little bit more normal, but you know, it's been a rough 15 months. And uh, so when I mentioned, I mentioned to you, would you be interested in maybe uh, having a, and to the group, uh, a session on this where we're already doing some work as Dr. Whaling said in the space, but could we expand it and bring in some of these COVID stressors, whatever that is. I didn't know at the time, but I recruited Dr. Wenling and uh, she did a great job putting together what 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 was unique about COVID-19 as a pandemic to the employed uh, workforce specific to athlete development. These are the relevant factors to athlete development. So she, maybe she could go over. So that's a good point. Out. Yeah, because I think one of the interesting things is that I think there's already been a fair amount of research that's come out that sort of talked a little bit about the impact of the pandemic to this point. And it's about maybe extrapolating that a little bit further to really understand how it's impacted our industry. So. With that, Dr. Wenley, maybe you can give us a, a rundown as, as to, you know, what are the things that we're looking at or looking to capture with this instrument and the kind of data that we're looking to be able to utilize to hopefully get a better feel for what's been going on over the past 15 months. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. Um, so I mean, it, there's going to be uh, some portions on uh, like how, for instance, the organization was supportive uh, during uh, the pandemic and then looking at how maybe uh, workers felt isolated or didn't receive enough support maybe from the supervisors uh, or people who oversee their work, um, uh, how disruptive COVID has been to their work, um, you know, if they had a family and children, you know, did they feel they had a, a work-family life conflict, how much uh, autonomy did they have uh, with their job, um, did they face any challenges uh, having to maybe meet with athletes online, you know, rather than face-to-face? -face? Um, were they fatigued, you know, from doing tons of video conferencing? Uh, were they able to disconnect from work, you know, more or less compared to before how, you know, you, you would go to work? Uh, did they face any uh, financial pressure? Um, and 
and and also uh, some stressors related to lifestyle, uh, related to sleeping, exercising, routines, uh, drinking, those kind of uh, stressors. And then um, we will also assess um, some uh, work outcomes and uh, and life satisfaction, um, and uh, and and look into if there was uh, in terms of the quality of work if there was any. Uh, uh, burnout and stress, things like that. So, um, not sure if you want me to expand more, but no, those that's are- good. I think I think one of the questions I wanted to ask, though, as you guys were getting the process of putting together this instrument, and you were looking at the data or the research that's already come out, what are some of the things that you guys have already seen happening as a result of COVID that may just be worth interesting to to share with the group in terms of? You know, what the academic literature is saying that you know, we're, we're already seeing from an impact perspective uh, as a result of the pandemic. Uh, sure. So, I mean, those questions were gathered. I looked at um, about 40 to 50 different articles that were recently published, obviously, around COVID-19 in the past two years. Um, so those questions are validated measures that were used in those uh, previous studies and have been factors that the uh, researchers have identified as being important to examine and, and, and assess among the workforce. Um, so uh, that's definitely, uh, we want to look at uh, the relationships, uh, you know, how the stressors affected uh, the quality of work, quality of life, for sure. And then... Um, is that, and is then, that what we've seen already, though? Have we, have we seen... Like, I'm just curious, what, are the, what were the trend lines in some of those things? Are they up, down? Is it a mixed bag? It depends on the profession. depends on the industry. uh depends on the kind of work you're doing. So... Gotcha. Um, you know, if you're less likely to, to uh, I guess, to interact with individuals at work then you're okay working from home, more likely, right? Yeah. But um, but obviously, if you actually have to, you know, like you meet with athletes or you interact with your colleagues, then maybe working from home is a bit more challenging. Or maybe your, the personal aspect, you know, kind of intervened, obviously, during your work if you were working from home or didn't have, like, the proper workstation or, you know, in many different reasons towards this for sure but it depends on the kind of job you're doing uh depend on the industry you are Absolutely. looking at for sure i think that just kind of speaks to the reason why we need to do this research so we need to figure out what what's going on in the sport industry and obviously the sport industry you could make a pretty strong case i mean obviously most fields have been impacted by the by the pandemic i think very very few haven't um, but you could make a strong case that our particular industry and the sports industry in general really took it on the chin, uh, you know, predominantly event-based, you know, location-based. Uh, so there's been there's been some significant challenges in our world. And that's kind of why we need to go through this process of doing the research. Uh, how are you guys envisioning? I mean, obviously, we're going to ask our folks to go through this and complete it. Sort of the process to get it done. Yeah, so I guess we probably should have started with that. Though. This is going to be an online survey uh, collected with... Um, on uh, Qualtrics panel. All these instruments are, we produced them to the extent we can. They're all valid, reliable tools, uh, a series of the COVID stressors. You know, it's take about 10, 12 minutes to complete. So obviously what it's, uh, we're encouraging. 10 to 12 colleagues. minutes, Mike. 
You, you, 10 to 12 minutes. 10 to 12 minutes. You heard it here, folks. 10 to 12 <laughs> minutes. Not a ton of time. Not a ton of time. Uh, not a lot to ask to give us some really good feedback, and we would be able to disseminate that. So this online um, email hopefully be hitting your inbox if you're a PADS uh, member or uh, otherwise registered with PADS. We're also going to collect this in academic athletics, academic services space. We've collected about 2,500 emails across Division One sports. So... We'll be able to collect a lot of data and compare sectors, uh, compare regions in the in, you know, geographic regions, global versus U.S. Sports compared to sports, completely confidential. You know, we're not going to throw any of our bosses under the bus or leagues or um, implicate anybody. And obviously, everything will be de-identified. So this will be coming to an email. We'll, we'll remind people that haven't taken it to ask them to take it, and we'll try to shut it down in about two weeks. So maybe the end of July, the first week of August, uh, research will be. A, collected, the data will be collected through this online system. We, we're going to incentivize people to participate. So we're going to give away some incentivizations. That's that's important. All right. Listen here, folks. What do we got? We what got, are you sending out, Mike? Uh, deep pockets. Duncan <laughs> Fletcher has stepped up now. Actually, we're, we're going to fund this with some uh, some funding that we've worked together on to try to figure out. But yeah, I think every third participant, is that right, Dr. Wendling, will, will be yeah, that's giving mm-hmm. a $15 gift card on Amazon. So big 15 bucks folks for for every 10 to 12 minutes of your time and you know you may not be guaranteed to get it but yeah 33 percent chance you're going to get it you can't stuff the box we only accept one per person but you know hopefully we would be able to um share this widely beyond the the pads list of some uh uh, colleagues at our at our firms here didn't get one you know they can let us know and we'll send a questionnaire to them to try to get as much breadth of coverage on this. And then we hope to disseminate this, uh, Duncan, it, you know, through the PAD Summit. Uh, we'll put a technical report together, obviously through the academic literature and publish some of these things uh, over time. But right now it's kind of important as we're coming out of this, our athletes are coming back. There's some events are coming back at full capacity and, and our work is getting to be closer to normal, at least in the United States. Uh, it's a good time to kind of look at it. But even across the country, those are still in the thick of this. We'll be able to understand the stressors in real time, the homeschooling stress, the Zoom fatigue, the, the conflicts with the, you know, that are happening with technology. I mean, there, there's just a lot. It's pretty rich. So for 10 to 12 minutes, we're going to get a really rich uh, data set that we could disseminate descriptively through the PAD Summit and through pads.com. Um, and obviously even uh, go beyond that and share disseminate in academic research uh, through some publications and share what how this has affected us the one uh, variable you asked earlier what what we're seeing and if you just look at the trade kind of publications we have a lot of turnover in a lot of industries right now a lot of organizational turnover not necessarily occupational turnover when people are coming back so we added a few extra questions on that maybe we haven't seen in the literature already it's kind of a new uh, issue so we'll be able to predict some of these things and to what extent this, these disruptions and specific lifestyle disruptions or work disruptions or uh, organizational stressors are causing or predictive of likely to leave or maybe our field. You know, if we're going to lose good colleagues because they completely burned out, which we'll measure burnout, <laughs> we'll have that, um, and job stress. And, you know, if they completely burned out and are going to leave the discipline and, you know, we, we'll be able to capture a lot of that and explain some of that nuance that's uh, – potentially out there that we know is out there it's just ability now to capture it so definitely participation is key hopefully we can get a good good group of people participate yeah i couldn't echo that 
more that, you know, in order to really understand the implications of what's happened over the past 18 months is we really need the data. And in order to get the data, we need to have the participation from all these folks that we have access to through PADS to, to take a few minutes and give us that time so that we can really understand what has taken place, what are the implications of what's taken place, and really understand, you know, where and what can be done to perhaps mitigate some of the damage that's been done to the field and, and to our colleagues that, you know, for, I know a lot of folks who we've talked to have been on full sprints for the past 18 months, and that's really not sustainable. We yeah. have other folks that, like you said, have been kind of, you know, put to pasture to a certain extent. So I think, again, um, I think it's a legitimate uh, and phenomenal uh, uh, study that I think can provide real value to, to our, to our field and to our, uh, to our respective organizations and obviously to the individuals who are kind of living it day in, day out. So this is exciting stuff. And I appreciate that uh, UF is stepping up to uh, make magic happen. So in order for the magic to make it real, 10 to 12 minutes, you can earn 15 bucks. <laughs> don't, uh, don't skimp on the time and effort to help us out with this one. I think this is a yeah. big one. So add a lot of value. To our absolutely. Program. So with that, I know uh, Dr. Sagas, Dr. Wendling, anything else you guys like to add? Otherwise I think we can wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you, Duncan. Appreciate it. Awesome. So just to kind of wrap this up real quick, folks, is go do the, uh, when you get the email, make sure you jump in there and bang out this, uh, this survey. And then this is sort of a preamble to what you can expect coming at you from the Athlete Development Summit podcast series. We're going to have a whole range of different podcasts coming to you on a range of different topics. And this is sort of the first step to give you a feel for what that's going to kind of taste like, for lack of a better turn of phrase. So with that, many thanks to my colleagues for joining us today. We'll be in touch. Thanks again. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. And more importantly, we greatly appreciate your support of PADS. We'd also like to acknowledge the support of our global partners for their ongoing support of all of our initiatives, including the Athlete Development Podcast Series. Again, be sure to be on the lookout for information regarding live Q&A sessions. And we urge you to continue to dive deep into all of the different podcasts that we're bringing to you over the coming weeks. Again, thanks for your interest and for your support of PADS.